In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. It is so good to be back. Always good to be back. Wedding season, I feel like, is on I went to a wedding this weekend. It was like normal. This is crazy. You've been at a lot of weddings, I feel, or two recently. Two, but. two, and an engagement party. Yes. So yeah, like I feel like my social calendar is like really filling up. You know, your, things your are on. Soci- your social calendar is filling up, and your wallet is filling down <laughs> because. Yes. Weddings are expensive to attend. I've been realizing since mine yeah. mine is as well filling up. Totally, um, Nicole. I mean, I, I know we've been talking a little bit more about your wedding, but it, I feel like you're in that crunch time phase, so you have just more to talk about. So, and I mean, we've talked about this. I'll get my photographer is going to be on the podcast next week, um, which I'm excited about. So we'll talk about like all things wedding photography and destination wedding photography in particular. If you have any questions about that, I think that'll be really fun. But what is the latest with you? It is like crunch time. I saw you were like at your venue last weekend. Right? Oh, it's crunch time. And yes, I was. We didn't we we were in downtown Annapolis um, and we didn't actually like do a venue visit. I actually tried to break in because I anytime I'm in that area, I'm like, let me see my venue. Maybe there, I just need to do a walkthrough, whatever. I tried to like break in and they were actually having a wedding. And I even Mike was like, Nikki, you can't crash the wedding just to like play on your own. So we didn't get to like see like where in the hotel our wedding is going to be, which we've already seen in the past. But yeah, to your point, it is crunch time, like officially less than yeah, less than three months away because June, July, August, September. Yeah. Talk to me about like what is stressing you out right now? Like what what are the two months, three months, less than three months, three right? Months. So what, like, what are the, what are the things that start coming up just so I can get mentally prepared like three months out? So invitation, <laughs> the, the audience is going to be like, Nicole, send out your fucking invitations. <laughs> Every episode I get on and I'm like, they're you almost two, you ready. Two months before I thought. That's what they say. Right. I'm, I feel like I need to get them out like ASAP. And my girl has been amazing. Um, she's very like on top of me, which I need. Um, and she's actually going to get all of them sent to her and like package them all up because there's different pieces of them and whatnot and send them out, which is oh, so amazing for me. Um, but yeah, so that with that, though, comes really like the OK here's the thing about being a COVID bride. This stressed us out this past weekend. We were finalizing our guest list. Keep in mind, got engaged in 2019, sent out save the dates shortly after when we were like planning and whatnot. 
people have gotten into relationships since then, a.k.a. half our guest list. I'm like, all these random plus ones, do I need to add? That's And it's crazy because like when you send save the dates to somebody... Uh, uh, like uh, at a certain time and then months and months or years later you have to send them an invitation and i sent change the dates too so like figured out that i have a question has anyone broken up or not not at the same speed of um like have you saved any any invites in some ways well no this is the really sad morbid thing actually oh my god this is so sad not not broken i have a couple of friends that have broken up and then gotten new boyfriends and they're like best friends of mine so i'm just like switching out the new boyfriends right. that's not the morbid thing let's call the, it even okay yeah the morbid thing is like mike and i were like oh my god people have died like our grandparents Aww. yeah and then like like that's um sad. my grandma is like ba- like has bad 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 like dementia and she's in a nursing home now and like really just won't be able to make it to the one so i kind of like took off her and my grandpa passed away it, so that's i'm sorry that's tough <laughs> thank you no it's okay yeah. i mean whatever like right. grandparents yeah. love them but no breakups or or you got you said breakups and then re new relationships for us yeah there haven't been any you know there have been a couple breakups that's true that's a good way to think of it but i've also like you know i in uninvited people some random people from college that were on the list from forever ago. I kindly uninvited them and it was fine. It all went well. I've added some last minute people, like some of, you know, just like new friends from the last year. Yeah. Like people that I'm like, I want you at my wedding. You're coming. Like I've added a couple. Um, but it's it. That's what stressed us out recently. It was like, oh, my cousins, our younger cousins are all of a sudden starting to like get boyfriends and girlfriends. And those plus ones were at the wedding that I was just at of my other cousin. So now it's like, oh, do I have to invite so and so's boyfriend right. or girlfriend? It's honestly, Mike and I have just cousins that have recently like gone through cuffing season. And <laughs> I'm like all these plus ones. So that's finalizing the guest list who actually gets a plus one and who doesn't um, getting those invitations out. I told my girl I'd get her the final, final guest list today. Um, and then, yeah, we also still have a B list though. Everybody does that. Like, I think you, you keep an eye if there's extra people on the B list that if, you know, if you get a lot of kindly declined invitations, then, you can add some of those B-list people if you want to. Um, other than that, trying to think about what what else. Oh, something I've been really into lately. The concept, I'm stealing this from my favorite TikToker, Caroline Crawford. The concept of a wedding wardrobe. Um, just like, you know how you have to get so many outfits for your wedding events? Yeah. I've been like stalking online and have spent my entire salary on on wedding outfits um just because it really is like i don't know just such a thing we call it a wedding wardrobe you need cute white outfits yeah, for this that it and the really other. adds up bachelorette bridal mm-hmm. shower rehearsal dinner it's all it's a lot of um it's definitely a lot of events but i guess you think of it like you can rewear a lot of them besides the wedding dress Mm-hmm. Um, so get some, I think get something you like that you could wear to someone else's wedding, right? Or like, right. you know, someone else's event. So then it doesn't, I feel like it feels less like overwhelming 
the amount of money because most things on your wedding day you can't really use again but right like the other stuff if you get something cute you know exactly and i never spend money on clothes like i don't spend i don't buy like expensive designer clothes or anything but i decided i'm gonna spend a little more on my wedding wardrobe quote because i want to Look, these are these events yeah, that I'll never. You're gonna have a lot of photos from them, guaranteed. Right. Sometimes you exactly. wear a great, um, you know, outfit, and no one takes. Now you know, exactly, exactly. And it's so, for honestly, just tell yourself it's for the Betches brides community. It, that's who, why you know they're gonna want to know. They're gonna want the inspiration. <laughs> so that's why justify it that way. It's it's selfless, really. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, overall, three months crunch time. I still have so much to do. Um, But yeah, I will keep you guys posted. Oh, the bridal showers coming up. The whole episode where I cried about how I didn't want a bridal shower, but my mother-in-law was throwing me one anyways. And my sister. um, Yeah. And your bridal shower is the same weekend as my bachelorette. So we'll do a whole, I think we should do a whole episode on the recap of both of those things after that happens. That'll be Yeah. Fun. Like that Monday. Okay, cool. Great. Cool. What about you? That's what I'm saying. I've I don't have I'm in like a six month out period. I feel okay. like this is the lull. So and I don't true. have too many updates. We are gonna you are in the lull time. I like to call it the the Zen time. That's how I was. But if I have one word of advice, you can never start too early. Don't That's leave them. Don't leave the things like honestly I'm try to do a task a week. Yes. Oh, I, I, I would say a task a day, but you know. I ordered a sample of my invitations just to like you're so, so ahead. Like, so when I'm ready to pull the trigger, I like know what I want. Yes. Smart, smart. I yeah. literally I wrote in the outline. We got to focus on Jordana because I've been hogging LOL. No, it makes <laughs> sense because like the closer your wedding is, the more there is to like talk about and do. It's funny. Like I get people ask me all the time, like, How's the wedding planning going? And I'm like, I don't really have much to report since like the last time I saw you. Like I have the dress. Yeah. I have the vendors. I have the thing. It's like I don't have to like there's little things that I I guess I could be doing, but I haven't gotten into them yet. So we'll talk about those as they come up. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code 
Brides 20, newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. What are we talking about today? We're talking about something we both had already experience in. What are yes. we discussing? Today, we are going to talk about wedding registries because you guys have been asking about these a lot lately. And it just so happens to be perfect timing because I procrastinated and did mine recently. And I know you did yours recently as well. Um, so today, before we get into like our advice emails and stuff, we want to just talk about wedding registries and our favorite items. Cool. Um, so why don't we go back and forth on like items yes. we like? So my it's weird. My favorite items are like the things that I use every day. I haven't gotten most of my registry stuff delivered to me because I just don't have the room for it. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't have the space. So yeah. I haven't gotten to try out everything I've registered for. But there are certain things that I really wanted that I have had sent to me or we have had sent to us. I always say I. It's like, wait. I know. Same, same. Because when it comes to the registry, it's like more of an I thing because the boys right. don't care as much sometimes. <laughs> well, actually, Mike does. That's why. But um, quick question before you go in with your stuff that you're you have on there, but you haven't sent because you don't have space. What's your plan for that? Are you just going to leave it there as purchased and then send it when you eventually have space? Or are you going to store somewhere? I'm going to like see how I feel like after like once they're all in because it's like okay i've registered for a lot of like plates and like all like a dish set right mm -hmm. but i ha and i've gotten some of it but not all of it so i'm not sending it because if people don't buy the complete thing like i don't know if i i'm not gonna get like half of the dish set delivered so Good i'd have point. to buy the rest so i'm kind of like if i only get half maybe i'll convert that to like zola credit and buy something mm -hmm. else with it so I don't want to like get anything delivered before I know one where I'm oh. going to put it and two, like if I'm going to get the whole set. That's smart. And I, I asked that because I think a lot of our brides will be able to relate because I've gotten those questions. We have a lot of mm -hmm. city, small space brides, including ourselves, who are like, what the frick do I do with all this stuff? I want it all. This is my chance to get it all as gifts. But what do I do with it? Cause I have no space. And I feel the same right. way. That's a really good point where you can convert it to Zola credit after if needed. And that's a good point. Like if I have a lot of different dish sets on and it's like, I just saw one of the many was purchased this morning. So right. it's like, you don't want to commit to like buying the rest yourself if no one buys it. Right. That's or I, really might, I might try to get the whole set and convert something else that I have into like credit to buy the rest of the set. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's smart. I want to see where I like net out after the wedding and then I'll decide. But um, yeah, the, the things that I've loved the most that I've registered for are like the little things like the I have a teapot, which I love. Mm. I have a fruit like, you know, what I mean, like the fruit basket or the fruit bowl in like <gasps> the in my kitchen, which like just so convenient. So easy. And um, I would say what else? Um, my uh wine glasses we got these really nice wine glasses which have been which we got really early like when we first got engaged and it was they've been great in the pandemic because we just like you know that's that was like our whole weekend it's just yes. like drinking wine out of cute um, glasses so, yeah out of nice glasses so those are really nice um i don't know how to pronounce the name of the company but um if you dm me i'll i'll <laughs> type it out i'm really i don't even want to say it because i i don't even want to say it i'm i'm not even going to say it right at all but um if you, DM me, 
I'll write you out the name of the glasses because I love them. They're like really nice, but they're also really durable. They can like put them in the dishwasher um, and they're my fave. So I'm going to make you type it to me after this. Yeah. Um, but Nicole, what about you? Love that for you. So I have a couple favorite items and I too am doing Zola, but I'm doing... I also did Bloomingdale's and Bed Bath and Beyond, and it like all sinks through Zola. Did you do just Zola or other ones? I did too? Bloomingdale's as well. Okay, cool, cool. Well, first, I think we both have the we. Everybody has the honeymoon fund. That's like oh, we all totally. I forgot about right. that. That's the best one. <laughs> and the cash funds, which I haven't done yet because we're not like that deep into our honeymoon planning. But once, as soon as I do, I'm gonna say. X amount of dollars for dinner on this night and like assign those because that's yeah. like number one registry tip. my honeymoon mm-hmm. whatever like um dinner on the honey yeah all that stuff I feel like people love that yep and that way like the people who want to get you a tangible item feel like they're getting you on even though they're still just giving you cash for an experience um so that's that but my actual items so the knot I know sent us um, their top registry items. So this doesn't really count as me putting it on my registry because the knot is amazing and sent it. But the Vitamix, I'm so excited about. Um, I haven't actually used it yet because it's pretty big, but I just have to like hook it up. But that is a, the blender of all blenders. So if you are looking for a really good blender, put that on your registry. Um, it apparently like makes soups and like kind of functions as a juicer all in one because it's that powerful. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and then the KitchenAid mixer I put on because every single person I've ever talked to puts this on their so, registry. I have a question about that. Everyone says that's the most popular registry item, right? Right. I feel <laughs> like who is using that like that often? I just don't get it. Like, why is it so popular to get this like mixer? Like, Unless you're making like cake every weekend or something like what are you mixing in there that there's like there's nothing that I've come across. I don't have one. There's nothing that I've come across that I can't mix with a spoon. I just don't get it. I'm laughing (laughs) because I feel the same way. And I'm like, I put it on. I was going to put it on, but I'm because everyone is like everyone seems to have it. It's like the number. It it always know everyone's popular item. But I'm like. Who was using it? I, I did a poll once like forever ago on the Instagram and everyone I was like, what are your the items you're putting on? Everyone put KitchenAid mixer, KitchenAid mixer, KitchenAid. And I'm like, OK, fine, I'll put it on. But I agree. It's like I'm not, I ain't mixing. When's the last <laughs> time you need you made something that you like were like, oh, I wish I had a mixer. I know. Like I occasionally will make like a funfetti cake, <laughs> but I use a spoon like I, it'd be like, OK, like, I could use the mixer, but like. It's just I almost feel like I wouldn't use it even if I had it because I'd have to like get it out and like I know and like clean the whole thing. City (laughs) city girls talking, though, that's because we live in apartments. I do think there's a large part of our listeners that like live in houses, lucky, lucky people um, and have space in their kitchens and like love using it for things. I know there's more that it can do. I should probably look that up before I make somebody pay however much it is for it expensive too yeah they're expensive and i think that's another reason why people put it on their registries because it's a good chance to get a big item um oh jorge's right jorge is right okay he's he slacked us and he said you can make pasta with it okay jorge (laughs) who is making their own pasta like on the regular like 
who is who is like a full time job is making like regularly making their own handmade pasta. I, I've seen people post about it. You can make pasta. I mean, it's crazy. Pasta <laughs> is like a dollar. Like, why would you just buy pasta? I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I we'll see. TB, TBD. If I actually like make all the things you can with the KitchenAid mixer, I do like to bake those sometimes, like once in a while. And I do have yeah. a handheld mixer that I okay. You have a handheld one. Like I'm saying, so upgrade like, that. Are you like, oh, like I would save so many hours of time if I just had like the stand mixer. No, I think this is something for like down the road when we do have more space in our lives, whether that be a house or whatever I will have sitting on my counter and I'll use a lot more than for now. I'm just I'm getting it. OK, I respect that. Do you know do you know what I really I feel like whoever's doing the kitchen stand mixer marketing is like killing it because I still I don't understand <laughs> it, but I still kind of want one, even though I don't have any desire to use one. It's very weird. Same same. Um, it's you know word what, of mouth. You know but what I yeah. do really, really want is the Dyson <laughs> vacuum. Oh, yes. Yes. Like Get that. The- I'm like extremely expensive. I'm not going to buy it for myself. But you want Put it, it on the registry. I, I don't think anyone will buy it for me either. But like on the <laughs> off chance that someone does, it'll be on there. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's I we have a vacuum with a cord that I actually it works really well. So I'm not asking for the Dyson. But if we didn't have a vacuum that I like, I'd get the cordless Dyson. That's a yeah. good one. That's or the Roomba fun. for those pet people. The Roomba saves or the there's other brands that aren't Roomba. But, you know, the, the little robot vacuum. People love that for a registry item. It's weird. The Roomba, I've heard mixed things about. Some people okay. really like it and some people are like, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Or it doesn't work well or like, I don't know, it gets stuck in a place. I don't really know. I haven't ever used one, but I have heard mixed reviews. It's also a thing that you get if you have more space. I feel like in a 600 square foot apartment, you don't need a Roomba going around. Right. Like it doesn't it's not traveling very far. (laughs) Yeah. Other things, though, before we move on, I all of my stuff, since we do have a small apartment, I'm kind of just upgrading things like our bedding. I have like the mm-hmm. same sheets since college at this point, um, which is disgusting if you think about it. So I uh, broke linen sheets. I love again, not an ad for any of these companies. These are just company brands. I truly love you like, um, oh, I love them. They're just soft. People like parachute too. I have okay. So we didn't register for this when we moved in together. We splurged on these parachute, this parachute linen sheet set and duvet cover, linen specifically. And like, I have to say, I'm obsessed with our bedding. I like love it. It's just, um, <gasps> it just feels like it's amazing. And that's something also like you use that every single night. It's yes. Like, first, I was like, I can't believe I'm spending like four hundred fifty dollars on sheets. No, I can't believe but, I haven't yet. Right. But then when you do it, you're like, oh, I'm in it every night. Every night just feels like great. And like it's your like, I mean, it's half your life almost that you're like oh, yeah. covered in these things. Highly recommend the parachute um, linen sheet set. It yes. is um, life changing. I'm sure Brooklyn has a very similar product, but I've I can heard only vouch great for things the one about I've done. both. Yeah. And then I think it's your registry is such a good time to upgrade your bed which is so important like get i'm doing a mattress pad because we again we have the same one since mike's frat house which is highly disgusting so <laughs> we're getting like a three inch mattress pad it's really nice i think the brand is on um, tempur pedic 
Oh, they had wow. good reviews. Yeah, I've heard great things about that. Yeah, I did a ton of research before. I'm a big reviews gal. Did research, asked around. We will do when this episode goes live. We will do a whole thing on the Instagram to like give you guys the top um, items that we love. So get ready for that. And then yeah, other things we're doing is like a knife set. Cuisinart had a good one online, and it wasn't too expensive. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, I've been seeing a lot of cute little champagne. I think they're called coups or coops. I don't know. Um, but that? those like a, it's like a wider it's champagne, but it looks like a wider, like vintagey thing instead of like a straight up and down. And I got these like a cute, holder champagne holder. No, it's a glass. Oh, like a flute. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're shaped super different. I'm trying to like okay. do it. They're like wide at the top and then I'll the Google stem. It. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to, I got, I put a cute pink pair on the registry. And if I get them before, like if somebody at my shower gets me them, I think I'm going to use them for the wedding. Ooh, mm-hmm. very nice. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like registry items, like sometimes you're just like, I don't even know what I need. What I've usually done if I don't know what I need is I look at other people's registries to get like inspired. Yep. You know what That's I mean? Good. Someone, especially someone with like, who, if I know someone who's getting married who I think has like great taste, I'll just look at their registry and like copy a few of their items that I see that like look interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you, you have to do. And tip, I, I used to think like, oh, don't add anything on your registry because people, you want people to get you cash anyways, blah, blah, blah. People want to, especially if you're having a bridal shower. I mean, even I've seen like some of the people that can't attend, they, they're, they're buying me stuff. Like my registry is like, I'm like stressed. Like I have to add more so that people have stuff to buy me. So, um, just add the stuff you guys just, you deserve it. You do. Should we read our first email as it relates to, um, registries? Let's do it. Hi, Nicole and Jordana. I have a wedding related story that I think you and your listeners will enjoy. And I'm wondering if anyone's ever had a similar experience. A few weeks ago, Zola sent me an email notifying me that someone had purchased a gift off my registry. My wedding is not until November. So this was the first time getting an email like this. And I was pumped. I saw that it was a set of Brooklyn and bath sheets, which aren't cheap towels and immediately selected the option to have them sent to me right away before even seeing who they were from. As it turned out, neither my fiance nor I nor anyone in our immediate families recognized the name of the sender. So I assumed he must have accidentally ordered someone from the wrong registry and I decided to email him. Using the confirmation email he provided when he bought the towels, I sent him what was probably the most awkward note ever. I said, I'm not sure how to say this in a way that isn't awkward, but do I know you? Do you know my fiance? I just want to make sure that you didn't intend to order a gift for someone else. Apologies if I should know you, but I don't. Then a cool nine minutes later, I got this reply. No, you don't know me. Just a random mitzvah. Mazel tov on your wedding. What the what? So my fellow Betches brides, I asked you, I ask you, have you ever heard of such a thing happening? Why on earth did he choose us for this random mitzvah? Which for those of you non-members of the tribe means good deed. P.S. The towels are awesome. Five out of five would recommend, especially when they come from a stranger. XO, XO. <laughs> so this isn't like, you know, she's not asking for hardcore advice, but we thought this was hilarious. Has this ever happened or what? No. <laughs> have you ever heard of this? This is OK. No, I've never heard of this. I mean, 
I've heard of this happening like accidentally, like people accidentally sending yes. a thing. I've never heard of it being done on purpose. And I find it like a little suspicious because a mitzvah, as she says, is a good deed. But why is this a good deed? Right. I don't it's, understand why. What makes it a good deed? It's not like she's like in need. Right. 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 I'd be a little creeped out. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's a little suspicious. I this remind reminded me that I'm pretty sure you can. I'm actually I'm positive on most wedding websites like Zola, the Knot, etc., where you're putting your registry on there. You can make it like password protected, um, which is smart because I think people do that just a so your uh, info isn't all out there for the mm-hmm. world to see, and b so that. Um, People don't crash your wedding and stuff, which I don't know if that even happens. Yeah, I have that for my wedding website, like my my website with all my like wedding details of um, like my wedding, my rehearsal dinner, like all the info about like booking my wedding. Like I have that behind a password for that reason. But the registry, I was kind of like, doesn't really have that much information on it. So I kept that right. Right. And that then if you password protect the registry, it defeats the purpose of stalking being people being able to stalk for your taste. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. That's this is interesting. I'm glad she shared it with us, though, because it's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's really nice. I hate to be like a cynical New Yorker, um, (laughs) but I do think it's weird. And it's not to me. It doesn't. I don't understand how it's a mitzvah. Is there just like a man out there? doing this for brides i don't even know like i'm saying like i would um like a chris like it's christmas but for rides um Mm -hmm. yeah like how did he even find the website i don't know like uh, yeah i'd be i'd be a little i'd be um i'd be a little worried i'd maybe just like i'd still take it yeah, same. <laughs> Use the towels or the bath sheets, whatever. Definitely enjoy them. But I'd, I'd uh, maybe think about password protecting your site. Right. But, like, is this a stalker? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I need to uh, password protect. Before this episode comes out, mine will be password protected. <laughs> well, then I will check out your wedding website before it is password protected. <laughs> Whoops. That, but that is why I do need to password protect mine because... People can see like your room block stuff. Like what if somebody sees, oh, you're doing a room block this weekend. I want to get a cheap room. Let me call and and like use their room block. I Yeah, I thought of that, too. I mean, it still seems weird. like you'd have to be really like dedicated to going that particular weekend and like (laughs) finding a wedding for that weekend. Um, I think it's a little trickier. But yeah, I agree. It's like. I don't know. It's just like a lot of information that I feel like is on there that I'm kind of like, I don't think the public needs to know this information. Yeah. Good point. Okay. I'll go ahead and take our second email. She says, hi, batches, please help. I'm getting married in October and just had my first makeup trial. I hated it. I despised it. I'm a model and get my makeup done frequently, but walk away disliking it every time, though it's not really my call, so I suck it up. I've found that makeup artists have a hard time applying to my face. I have big eyes with loads of eyelid space, fair skin, and thin lips. They always overline, over contour, and can't seem 
to keep me looking like myself. I can imagine how difficult this may be for other girls as well. Anyway, I already submitted a deposit as she requested and of course told her I loved the makeup while we did the trial because I am an empath and felt too bad to speak up. I washed it off five minutes later and now owe her $135. My fiance saw the makeup and had literally no reaction because it was so awful. How do I tell her that I don't want her to do my makeup on my wedding day without upsetting her? I've been nauseous thinking about having to pay for the $135 for makeup. I absolutely hate it, but I will because it's her craft and I respect that. Also, are you guys getting your makeup done or doing it yourself? What's your opinion on both options? Help, please. I've been crying. Yours truly, a bride who is afraid she's going to look very ugly on her wedding day. It's a doozy. Yeah. I totally relate to the feeling of being worried and anxious about getting my makeup done. I also get my makeup done like or I have gotten not recently, but in the past, you know, for like we've had the whole live you up tour. I've gotten my makeup mm-hmm. done so many times for work and half the time I usually hate it. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't like feel like myself. It feel because right. there is a part of me that's like I've been working with this face for 31 years, so I know it better than anyone else, no matter how good they are at doing makeup but obviously like i'm not a makeup artist and i what i think is good makeup might not even be good makeup so there's that whole thing but i totally totally understand where she's coming from um and i Mm -hmm. too have never been like i don't like it to a person who's done my makeup because i feel like it's rude and like that's their job Um, right but you probably like i think there's a way to give feedback about those things without being rude about it and i totally like understand not wanting to insult or hurt someone's feelings but I think if you make it more about you and less like you're not doing mm-hmm. this right and more like, I mean, well, we can talk about like what she should have done and then we can talk about like what she should do now because she didn't do that. Right. I think like if you don't and I this is so hard. I totally, totally get that. It's not even because I'm an empath. It's because I'm just like socially awkward that I don't know how to give <laughs> feedback. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I think when you're getting your makeup done, if you're like, I really the, the more specific that you can be like, don't be afraid of being rude. Um, right. The more specific you could be, the better about the way that you particularly like it. So like I'm like, I don't like eyeliner like on my bottom eyelid. I'll say that or like mm-hmm. I I have a or go into it saying your fear if you've had it done before. Like sometimes I, and I'll say like sometimes I feel like I look really cakey or there's too much makeup on. And what I'm looking for is like a dewy naturalish looking thing. And like my big, big con- like stress, like my big, big concern is that. Um, I don't look like myself or I look like a clown or I'm wearing or like that I'm looking mm-hmm. like I'm wearing too much. And I think if you express that in the beginning before you even start, you'll you'll have a lot of room to like sort of say, well, like, as I said before, this is like a little too much for me. Like as you're almost like as you're doing it, you can like right. get feedback the whole time. And like you're paying this is a service that you're paying for and keep in mind most if not all i i mean my person you pay for the trial she's she yeah, paid the, she paid the, for the trial too yeah yeah you're paying for that trial that's that's i agree with everything you're saying go into it saying all those things in that way um set those expectations as much as you can before they even start doing your makeup i would even go as far i don't know if the stylists like that or this or not but i would even go as far as to like bring photos of inspiration and be like found these this is kind of the vibe i'm going for i'm gonna Um, take that one step further and say not even i actually i've spoken to some makeup artists before who's like 
who they don't like when you bring photos of inspiration of other people, but bring a picture of yourself where you've loved your makeup, like show them a picture. Cause especially if this girl she's writing in, she's a model, she's had her makeup done a lot. Like surely there has to been a time that you've liked it. So Mm -hmm. pick like your favorite picture of when you've gotten your makeup done and show her that. And then you like, she can almost like look at that. Like it's like a, like a paint by numbers. Yeah. Like figure out how to replicate it. I feel like the more information you can give someone, like the better the outcome will be like, cause a lot of times people bring, I bring you, bring you a picture and it's like Jennifer Aniston. And I love the way her makeup is done there. Like, I don't, my, I don't have the same face as her. So like what right. looks good on her isn't going to necessarily look good on me. That's a really good point. I don't have the same coloring as her. Like, so I think it's way better to bring a picture of yourself. That's a really good point. That's a, re- yeah. And I think like she can say like in the past, like you said, it's like she, she says in the past, I have, they overline, they do these, where is it? Yeah. They overline my lips, for example, you could say, or the eyes, you could say like, Look, in the past, I've had my makeup done. They they really I don't like when I have my eyes too overlined and stuff like definitely set those expectations as early as possible. That way your trials the most successful. And if you don't like your trial, you can do more. I know my sister did like three different trials with her same people until they got the perfect look. Like if you have the, the budget to do more trials, do them. I totally agree. I think you can do more trials with the same person or mm-hmm. you can go or you can try a trial with a different a different person and try it like saying all the things that you said um, or you can. I mean, I get where she's like, I don't if I if she's already booked her for the wedding, you're, I think there's two options where you can go like one way you can like do it. You can say like, hey, like I was re looking at some of the pictures from like the thing from last makeup and like. I feel like I'd love to like fine tune it a little bit more. So can we do like another trial? You will have to pay for it, Mm -hmm. which is annoying. So you can do that. Or you can, if you like really don't think it's, it was so off that you don't think it's even close to what you would want. And you feel like there's someone out there that would do it better. You can find someone else. Again, this is the whole point of the trial is like, so that you can figure out if the person's a good match for you too. Right. You can get, you could just say to her like, I think you, I love your work. I just don't really feel like it's, it's like in line with like the style that I'm looking for or the Mm -hmm. aesthetic that I'm looking for. So I'm going to go in a different direction. You've already paid again. You've already paid her for the trial. So you don't have to feel bad about doing that. You paid her for her work. You're Mm -hmm. just not paying her to do it again because you're not having it done again. So I think if you don't, if like, if you can, I would do, I would maybe try to do another trial. If she's, if you feel like she could make it work or you feel like she's really talented, you just didn't give her enough feedback. Or if you feel like it's sort of beyond the the scope of repair, find someone else. Right. Right. I completely agree. It's like you, we, you, we have to, this is your wedding day. You have to be just like direct, honest, set expectations as far in advance as possible. Cause again, like you telling her, I'm work. I'd rather work with somebody else. Thank you, though. the The earlier you can do that, the better for both of you, because then she can rebook somebody for your date and, um, you yeah. know, another client. I mean, it's a business. That's sort of right. like how the business works. Don't feel bad. It's like again, it's professional service. That like, if you don't like the outcome of it, like, find someone who can give you the outcome that you wanted. You're paying right. for a service. It's not for free. If it's for free, it's a different story. You kind of have to like 
yeah sometimes but like you're paying you should pay for something that you like and that you're excited about and if it's going to stress you out that's going to like not be good for you yeah and at the end of the day your vendors your makeup artist doesn't want to work with somebody who hated their trial and and is just doing it because they're they feel bad that like they're gonna that'll make the wedding day not fun and they want to work with somebody who wants to work with them so do what you need to do but i would say like as for picking a makeup artist before you even get to this point definitely like do your research talk to people stalk their instagram stalk their photos see what vibe they do like this is a this is a key vendor for the big day so make sure i was lucky because my people I just know a lot of word of mouth. I know they're great. My hair person did my sister's. So she did mine there. I loved it. Um, Makeup person's never done my makeup, but I know she always works with the hair person. They're like almost a team at this point. Brides always Mm -hmm. book them together. So I just, and I like all of her work on the Instagram. Um, Yeah. And again, there's like a way to give feedback without being rude. So just remember like, that like be positive be kind and just say what you want because that's really the only way to get what you want exactly squeaky wheel gets the grease Ooh, should i read the third email yes okay hi nicole and jordana my fiance's hairline has been receding for a few years and it's definitely starting to thin out up top i'm a full foot shorter than him so it's not obvious to me all the time from my vantage point but it's pretty apparent in photos We're aiming for a summer 2022 wedding date, but since we've solidified zero vendors, it may end up being pushed a little further out. Right now, it's pretty minor, but it seems like it could be an accelerating trajectory. So by the time our wedding finally rolls around, it's a very real possibility that he'll be rocking in the classic bald on top, buzz on the sides, or just be fully bald. He's expressed his self-consciousness about this, mainly in the form of humor by saying he'll look like a thumb in the near future, and specifically in our wedding photos. Because he struggles with the emotional maturity department, like most guys in my life, LOL. He's never directly addressed how much this bothers him, but just based on the frequency that he brings it up, I gather that it's really upsetting slash stressing him out. Of course, my usual response is to tell him that I don't care what he looks like on our wedding day and that I love him no matter what, which is 100% true, but I'd be lying if I said I'm not a tiny bit freaked out by my boyfriend of eight plus years morphing into a different looking dude. I've done like five minutes of Google searching and compiled a hair loss prevention slash regrowth regimen for him to follow, which I find entertaining because it aligns with one of Jared and Jordana's you up observations about men accepting shit like this and women being more inclined to find solutions. My question for you ladies is how do I deliver the news that I found a routine for him to follow without reinforcing his self-consciousness around the issue and without sending the false message that it's a priority of mine for him to have a head of hair for our wedding. Or is it better to just not mention it at all and let nature take its course? Love the pod and thanks so much for making it through this marathon of an email. Sincerely, a hairless husband helper. P.S. Would be interested to hear Jared's take from the guy's perspective. So maybe I'll send this and greet you up someday, too. We love a crossover. There you go. What do you what do you think? Well, so first off, my I this just popped into my head. I like wonder if the the guys, the, the fiance, the, the, you know, the future husbands think this much into telling us if about something that has to do with our appearance too, like, or if they just kind of just do it. Like I'm trying to, Mike's never told me like, Hey, you need to improve your appearance or in any way, but like, 
but that's also because I, as the bride, we have a whole beauty regimen. We go through, we, we drop thousands, we jump through hoops, we get our asses into 6am hit training classes. Also, we can be our glowing, most beautiful selves on the wedding day. So that's like, if, if I want to tell my future husband, like, do do something to look good on the wedding day. I should be able to do it. Um, but no, to answer her question, I think she's being very considerate and sweet. You can tell like she really loves him in that she's like, I don't want to make him self-conscious about the hair thing, but she does want him to feel his best and be most confident and not self-conscious about himself. And she also like wants her husband to look good which is fine like let's get like if i want my husband to look good it doesn't mean i don't love him i still love him what no matter how he looks but like i want to have hot wedding photos like i think we she's in the right like she's fine and this is the thing like hair affects your photos and how you look i think she can t- frame it she said a line in here that like she can tell he's stressed about it So I think she kind of frames it like that when she goes to him, like basically like, hey, babe, I found this solution. I think you'd be a lot happier. What were you going to say? Here's how I do it. I would. She said he frequently complains. He says something about it. Yeah. So she thinks he's self-conscious. I would wait for him to say something because you said Mm -hmm. he says this often. Wait for him to say something like self-deprecating about his hair or something that make like, again, where he's saying that something bothers him and you could say, Hey, you know, if this really bothers you, I know if I know one of my friends, Beyonce's did this, or I saw this on the internet actually really recently. I know you always talk about your hair again. Once he bring, when he riding off the fact that he's already brought it up. So it's not like you thinking like, Oh, I've been thinking about this. Like I saw mm-hmm. this thing on the internet. Maybe would you be interested in trying it for the wedding? Because he's brought it up. And then you're just basically saying you're, he's, not asking you for advice, but complaining about something. You could say if this really makes you feel self-conscious, like um, maybe you could try this. I've seen that. It looks like it works for a lot of these people. Yeah. And then I would gauge his reaction to that. If he seems like like he is um, down for it, then like you can show him and like get him into it and be really supportive and tell him how good he looks while he's using it. But also, I think if he's like, oh, I don't really want to do that. I'm not going to try that. That's then I would also drop it because like, I get wanting your fiance to look a certain way, but like at the end of the day, you're marrying this person. This person is losing their hair and like they might, you kind of have to just accept that about them. Like people throughout the course of your marriage, their looks will change. Like you might have a baby one day. Your look is going to (laughs) change. You might look different from the day he met you. Like Mike dares says anything to me about my appearance when I have a baby. I feel like you kind of have to accept some level of like this person isn't going to look exactly the way they look the day I met them for their whole life. Like that's not really so a realistic expectation. If it bothers them, you can say something to help them, which is what you're doing. And maybe like as a side benefit, it'll also be helping you because you'll think he looks better this way. But I think at the end of the day, our looks are our own. Right. Like are really mostly about ourselves. And like if he feels confident, then he'll be like more attractive to you anyway. So I would say this offer it out show that you're trying to help and if he's into it like get into it with him and if he's not into it i would let it go personally that's a really good point too it's like throughout she says at one point my boyfriend of eight years i'd be lying if i said i'm not a tiny bit freaked out 
that my boyfriend of eight plus years is morphing into a different looking dude that you, that's a good point. Like as you're together, your looks will change as you age. Yeah. Like eventually, and you have to be it's and hair loss is something I know a lot of people we've done like beauty questions before. I know a lot of people suffer from hair loss. I suffer, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, you know, have hair loss over the years. That's just something that happens naturally as you age. Um, And it's something you can't always control. You can do things like this, like regrowth and prevention, but it's like, you know, it's like getting wrinkles. You can't control that. It's not like he's like turning into some crazy slob, letting himself go like crazy. It's like he's just aging. Yeah. So, and if he continues to like complain about it, then you're offering a solution. And if you're if he's not like um taking your solution, you can say, like, listen, I've offered you like something I found to try to like help you. If you're not interested yeah. in using it, like I really can't like you keep saying the same thing, but you're not really doing anything about it. Yeah. That's a really I think good that'll either make him like stop talking about it or take your actual advice. Yeah. The goal, yeah, I think that's good. And I think he'll appreciate that. She did the research for her, yeah. for him, especially if it's delivered in like a kind, like helpful way and not in a like, oh, yeah, we've got to get you some hair for the wedding because you're going to look gross. Kind yeah, of it's funny because the hair for the what I'm like, Mike, I don't know if like other guys have this, but guys with their haircuts like Mike can look like a completely different person, like right when he gets a haircut versus like if it's grown out a little bit a little while and we both know there's like a a period like of a couple days where i love his hair length at a certain it's like after it's like a week after the haircut or yeah. something and i'm like you better time it out because your hair length better be at that i have that with his like with my mic's like scruff i'm like i yes. want a very particular level of like <laughs> facial hair that is like a very thin line so i'm like i'm working i'm starting to work on that now yes You've got to, you got to time it. You practice. We're in the practice mode. I'm like, let's get the, get the dates to the exact time down. Exactly. So yeah. Should we do some unpopular opinions? Let's do it. So the first one (laughs) Doing a first look for scheduling purposes should not be chosen over a down the aisle surprise. Disagree. I like do not want to take pictures after once my wedding starts. Like, right. Personally, (laughs) we have we had a whole email question about this and I'm saving it for when we talk to your um, photographer because it has to do with all of this. But I say the same. I say disagree and that's just who we are like other people would not care about the schedule as much i i say disagree because at least personally the way my wedding is is we're doing it all before and then i go straight into wedding and i can enjoy everything yeah because i feel like you're in like a there's like a picture taking mode that you're in and then Mm -hmm. there's like a okay like the wedding has started and the pictures are going to be taken like as i'm doing things i'm not like sitting there posing yeah. pictures now for me personally like i prefer to like get it done and then like relax but Same. if you don't if you're not into that that's fine too i don't really care about like someone seeing me for the first time when i'm walking down the aisle like right. at all personally same some people do and if you are like that then i then i do say 
do the aisle thing first and then do photos after if that is more important to you. If seeing your partner for the first time is more important than getting your photo schedule done. But mine, I would do a first look anyways. So same. Yeah. 53% of our audience, though, agreed that it is that it should not be chosen. So that's I'm surprised. That's a pretty high number. Mm-hmm. Um, next one. I hate going to weddings with open seating. I hot topic. I agree with this because when, when you say open seating, it means like no table. Number it means or, I, no, or table number, no specifically assigned seat in particular. It I'm for the sake of this question, we're going to say that it means completely open. Like literally there's just tables and the a set and the amount of chairs matches the amount of guests that there are. Oh, I've never been to a wedding like that. Have you? No, but I would ha- I would hate it. And my vet, we put when we did this poll on the um, Instagram, my venue coordinator actually DM'd and was like, oh, my God, people hate when we have weddings that are like guests hate open seating. Yeah, it's very it's- stressful. It's like I, you have to find your friends where are they sitting you have to get there in time. So you get to make sure you sit with your friends. Otherwise, yep. like you have to sit with random people. I would I didn't I would know that out. was even a thing. I've never heard of a wedding without um, like a table card. I actually I, I I totally agree. I like the um, I prefer it when I have an actual seat assignment too. Some, some oh. people, you know, like sometimes the menu has like your name on it or something. Yes. Some you people like don't that like that. With the seat? I kind of, yeah, some people don't. I kind of like it. I just like, I'm like, okay, great. Like, this is my seat. I don't have to like discuss like that's where what, we're all sitting. That's like, true. That's true. Valid. I, I don't think it's necessary. Like most weddings I'm at don't have that, but when they do have it, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Like my wedding, I'm doing assigned tables, not assigned seats. They, I think that's they're going to grab their little escort card from the cute table um, arrangement thing that like says the table numbers. They grab their little card after cocktail hour and they go sit with it. Yeah, I think that's fine. But yeah, so 84% of our audience agreed that they hate going to weddings with open seating. My best friend who's getting married in um, having destination wedding in Dominican Republic next year. Um, she was like, shit. <laughs> she was like, I was going to do open seating. I didn't and even know anyone did that. That's so interesting. I, well, I told her, I was like, destination weddings are different. Like do whatever you want. But now she might change it hmm. because the Betches Brides audience hates it. Has peer pressured her into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Third one is please stop reading vows and speeches off of your iPhone. Disagree. I don't care where anyone reads a speech off of. Read it wherever you want. Oh, I'm a hard agree. Really? Like, yeah, I'm not going to like paper freak out if somebody read. I prefer paper. The, bow- the bows, I think, is a little weird off of a phone. I think yeah. the bows, but speeches are like fine. Like vows is like you're up there. They'll like, get a piece of paper. But like I think for a speech. Sometimes I mean, like, I usually do them on paper because I just find them easier to read that yeah, way. Same. If I'm making a speech, but um, sometimes it's a little stressful because, like, sometimes when I'm reading the paper, I like want to change something in the middle, and then I have to like write it in, and, like, put an arrow yes, into what I'm talking about. True. So it is like a little more annoying. I get sometimes the phone is more useful. I don't really. Why do you? Why do you care personally? 
I'm just, I'm I just think it looks more traditional and nicer that you took the time to write down whatever you're saying, especially for vowels, but you even like for speeches, it? you could print it. You could type it in print. I don't know. I just something about the phone. The phone also gives me anxiety because it lights up or not lights up because what if you have your setting on where like your screen goes black, then you have to like redo open. I don't know. It would give me anxiety like doing it on my phone. Okay. I don't know. Paper just like looks a little nicer at a formal event. I think that's fair. I don't think it bothers me but, that much, but I could see how it might bother some people. But at the same time, now that I'm thinking of it, if you are, you would never think this about me. Cause I'm like, always doing stuff on camera and whatnot. I get like very nervous before like public speaking. I have to like do a routine and like breathe specially and like calm my heart down. Literally, like once I start getting into it, I'm fine. But like, I just get nervous sometimes. I and I'm I shake a little bit if I'm super nervous. <laughs> and um, now that you I'm get, thinking of I it do that, too. I feel like everybody does a little yeah. and I'm just like a naturally shaky person. So even if I'm not nervous, I'm probably still quivering. Um, but <laughs> I now that I'm thinking of it, paper, you can like see shaking easy, more and phone. I feel like you can't as much. It's true. So, it's more like in your hands, like That's more solid. So maybe hold the now I, I take mine back. You can hold the phone if you're a shaky bitch like me. I think if the speech is good, I don't care where you're finding it personally. Yeah. Okay. Me. I sort of agree with you now. Mm. Well, well, oh gosh, 89% of our audience says please stop reading them off of your iPhone. Eh, well, I guess the They're crowds strong. are against us today. Yeah. Um, but that's it. We did it. We solved dating. We did Not weddings. Dating. Weddings. <gasps> Where are we? What are we at? You up? Oh my God. We, so- we this- solved dating with the last email and weddings with the rest of them. No, but yeah, listen to you up if you guys are ever like, you know, listen to Betches Bides like first. Don't we know where your loyalty lies, but then go listen to you up because it's a nice little compliment. Yeah, listen to it all. We talk about relationship <laughs> stuff on there all the time. Um, yeah. And we will be back next week. And um, we hope you guys have a great week. Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.